Hey, y'all. Welcome back to episode 36. Um, tonight, as you can see, we uh, have two guests. We have Half the Quacks, and our producer is joining us tonight. Also, Kevin, let everyone else know what we're doing at this moment, because this is huge for us, apparently. Uh, we're going live, y'all. We are live on Instagram right now. They're currently telling our followers that we're logging on, so we'll see what happens. It is. And Look at we'll it. Oh, okay. somebody just joined. Somebody ah. named Subslade. Subslade, what up? I did too. Um, there you go. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and wave to them. But yeah, we're going to go ahead and see how this goes. I took this idea from our guys on the Mush Squad podcast. Shout out to you, Joe and 12. But yeah, we're trying something different. Yeah. Well, welcome back, Chris. And hello, Andrew. Andrew looks so happy to be home from college. Um, oh, yes. Chris. Yeah, shout out to you. First year. Yeah, what? What's with this this outfit you got on tonight, Chris? You got a sweatshirt and then a t-shirt, and did well, you just get I, too lazy I, to take the sweatshirt. I off? actually have a surprise for you. First oh, of no. all, I want to say R.I.P. Mike. Mike's not really dead, but he's not here, so we're gonna pretend he's dead. And R.I.P. Mike and Robbie. So I really like that Kevin's been wearing Boston stuff to show support for you. I find it super admirable, and I oh, just like I've been opposite. preparing for this moment. Like I just really want to support you. So I have my Philly Eagles on and I feel really disgusting doing this, but the only person that's going to help the Boston win the finals coming in at six foot tall, 185 pounds, the defensive player of the year, Scott Foster. <laughs> I'm showing my support for the Boston Celtics. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. That's crazy. So he told me, so Chris told me that he was going to be doing something like this. He was going to make a jersey, and oh my God. I didn't know. I totally forgot that I was just going to be a piece of paper. Oh, so, my God. That's fantastic. I love it. I have my I have my views on the NBA regardless. And oh, man. I, we don't have to get too detailed into that, but I think Robbie was very upset with the officiating the first half of game five, which clearly I, led to one point having a 10-point lead the rest of the game. Huh? You know what? And now we're in game six where Boston's going to win. There's going to be a game seven. And Adam Silver is going to get his pockets lined just the way he wants to. Yeah. Well, I saw an interesting Facebook post the other day, uh, this morning about everything. So refs get paid anywhere between 30 and like $70,000 per game that they ref. So you know those refs are going to sit there and, you know, maybe they do. Maybe they don't. We don't know extend that series out as far as they can go because they like chris just said they line their pockets i think they keep playoff games close and they extend series and i don't think they pick teams i don't think they pick who's gonna win i do think right now boston's been the better team and golden state's gotten some help to keep that series a little more even yeah. Um, but I think they extend series and they keep games close. And unfortunately for in the NBA, it's the most obvious out of all sports because it's hard for it not to be. Especially um, when you see the push-offs by Steph Curry, when he drives the lane, all of a sudden his arms just fully extended. You're like, that's, that's, that's offensive, right? Or I Draymond. think they called Grant Williams for like, Oh, when blowing, blowing on Draymond or something like when he was running down the lane. Draymond he like, tackled him, and they called an off a defensive foul on Grant Williams. 
last night smart got a um foul for oh he didn't even even touch pool pool had his arm and then he moved his arm up and as he does he comes up and then comes down just like that normal motion he's this far away from pool and pool just goes ah falls backwards pretends to get hit gets the foul it was just an academy award oh my god it was an oscar worthy performance by jordan um pool last night but but let's talk about it. NBA Finals. It's back and forth. It's the first time the Celtics have lost back-to-back games. The whole playoffs, um, usually they come out red hot after a loss. Last night, they were god-awful. I don't care. We could say the officiating was crap because it's been crap. The whole finals, the whole playoffs, it's been crap. But Boston turned the ball over over 20 times. Like, I'm sorry, you turn the ball over that much against a team that can score at will, especially from three-point land. And Steph Curry was not that good last night. It's going to come back and bite you. And apparently, Celtics missed 10 free throws. Guess how many points they lost by? 10. So I hope come Thursday night that they clean this crap up because it's pitiful to watch. But even as a Celtics fan, but as an, like a basketball fan, this is pitiful. It's hard to, to actually watch this game, these games sometimes. Yeah, it's a struggle. And Andrew and I are just like over here crying every night, putting ourselves it's, to sleep, trying to. It's an interesting situation because as much as I want to say it's Celtics v. refs in that game, we didn't do ourselves any favors no. at all. And we showed that we could play in that game. Like, our third quarter was the best quarter in that game. We outscored anyone yeah. in any quarter in that third quarter. So, it, I'm not going to say the refs lost us that game, but they definitely gave Golden State the opportunity to win. Yeah. And I, I go with that's that. That's annoying. Just have to wait and see what happens Thursday night. Clean shit up and then go from there. I'll be honest. I think I'm the only one in here who hasn't watched a single one of the finals games. And it's nothing against Boston, nothing against Golden State. I just I think that the Eastern Conference finals, the officiating drove me nuts. Philly playing Miami, it drove me nuts. And it wasn't because it was against Philly. It's because they were helping Philly and we still couldn't win. And I'm like, I like I said, I just I don't like the blade and trying to extend series. And I'm like, if we had been a better team, or if uh what's his name? Uh, Harden could actually live up to his hype then the officiating would have helped it become a seven game series. Yeah. But I just, even in that, like I couldn't, I couldn't stand to watch it. No, it's but. been, it's been tough. This year has definitely been seeing more and more officials being too involved in the game. Yeah. I think all sports, they just need to let them play. Like even, even in the Super Bowl, as great of a game that was, I mean, you have the, the blatant no call with the uh, face mask, which that one, yeah, I can kind of see like how big the field is, how many lack of officials, like maybe somebody didn't see that. There, there, slim, slim chance, but there is a chance that nobody saw that until they saw the replay. And per the rules, you can't throw a flag on a replay after it happened if you didn't see it live. Right now, they've done it before, but but then in the end of the game, when they get that pass interference or holding that was bullshit or whatever to extend it, 
that play kind of killed that game for me after that play. I just, I didn't care what happened. Cause I was like, Oh, so like we're, we're either playing tit for tat here to make it even, or we're trying to make the game more interesting instead of putting it to a fourth down and leaving it at that. And that's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm still going to watch sports, but it just, it hurts my interest in it when it's, if it's my team, I don't want the refs calling it for my team. Like I want it fair either way. But when I'm watching two teams that I don't care about and the refs are calling shit, I'm like, yeah, screw this. I'm turning it off. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. I think as any fan, it doesn't matter if your team's winning, losing, if you're not even watching a team, but it's blatant no calls, blatant calls that are just horrible. It's pretty tough yeah, to watch. But, but in hockey, they can beat the fuck out of each other and come back in five minutes. Like, <laughs> I do like that. I, <laughs> no, they do. They, they've cleaned that up. They try not to let them fight. So is it to... Tonight or tomorrow night is the start of Stanley Cup play um finals. Yeah, I, think it's, I think it's uh tomorrow night, I believe. It's the Lightning versus the Avalanche. Yeah, I think it is tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. So I'm rooting for the Avalanche on that one. I don't want the Lightning to win. I hate them. Gotta root against the dynasty. Yes, I said Yeah. <laughs> we haven't been a dynasty in years we, we don't count anymore That's, to be fair to be fair the celtics are one of the best dynasties in like over time but yeah right now they when was the last title early 2010 20, like, 20 uh 2010 no 2000 2008 sorry eight was okay eight. yeah yeah so it's been 14 years since they've won but um yeah. did you guys all i'm just see- happy what you're you're happy about i'm just what? happy the rangers and the penguins aren't in we're just I'm yeah, the Rangers the just got really close, and I was like, "Fuck New York and everything it stands for," except for the like the Statue of Liberty. That's okay. The but other than that, fuck New peng- York. Penguins not making making it is great. I think that makes everybody happy. Um, would you guys all see what Jack Del Rio decided to say the other day? Oh put, yes, put himself in some hot water. Uh, what did he say? I have I, it right here. If I may share my screen, Kevin, share your screen. Read it. However you want to. I do was it. disabled. I'm not. I'm not able by you. Ah, uh, wait. What? Post <laughs> disabled participant screen sharing. What is this? A work meeting with a authoritative, dickheaded boss? Apparently. <laughs> Let me try one more time. It's the boss. All right. Never mind. So I won't. But I will. How did you? It. How did we screen share last time? I don't know. You you gave him you gave um Gordy permission. But you disabled me. So all right, Kevin, you've got to go. You've got to go to Merritt's house with your screen (laughs) and show your screen on his screen. (laughs) So oh my god, I love it. But so pretty much uh defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio made a comment. And I'll read it. And this is in reference to a tweet he had made in January. And then this is what he said on with the interview. Kevin, Kevin you should be good now. I, it says everyone can share. I'll hold on. Let me try, let me see if I can do it. And da, 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 desktop share. Up. Oh, is it working? Here, maybe. I don't see anything on my side. But I literally, it's allowing it everyone to do it. Say, wait, no, it isn't. Uh, let's see. Let's see if it works. 
Okay. Oh, let me share. Okay. My end is freaking out on me. So no worries. <laughs> okay, so we're I'll not going to share later. your screen because your screen... It's, 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 we, won't, we won't share my screen. Because your computer I'll, will crash on you. Exactly. And Lord only knows we don't need any of that. No. So I'm just going to read the quote that Jack Del Rio made. And he said, and I quote, I can look at images on TV. People's livelihoods are being destroyed. Businesses are being burned down. No problem. And then we have a dust up at the Capitol. Nothing burned down, and we're going to make that a major deal. So he's referencing in the um, the people storming the Capitol last year, last January, and that's what he thinks of that. So, yeah. That to be it. fair, if they didn't have guns and it wasn't a hostage situation, he wouldn't be wrong. But that's not the case. Right. I mean, not saying looting like and rioting is okay, but you like they have guns and it's a hostage situation. They didn't just break in and have signs saying like "fuck off" or something like. That is very true. If it was a different situation, potentially his quote would sound correct. But when you have Congress and Senate in there, going through the 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 votes and doing all the their due diligence. And you have a mob of human beings that are basically attacking anyone that's in front of them. Yeah, you're, you're holding people hostage and fighting yeah. to get in there. That's like, regardless breaking, of how you look at that, it's not right. Breaking down the windows, breaking down doors, stealing all this stuff. Like, yeah, he. My favorite part is they took photos. Yeah, that, that was pretty funny. <laughs> that was just stupid on their part. Um, the, the, Part of that's crazy to me is they only find Del Rio a hundred thousand dollars. That's it, and he just had to apologize. And like normal media now, guess what? We'll never think of this ever again. Like, oh yeah, until maybe the Commanders are trash halfway through the NFL season, and someone just brings up you know this comment and refers to Jack Del Rio's defense in that same aspect. So. To be fair, Dan Snyder's also running like a was running a secret like fucking um he was running like a whorehouse overseas with cheerleaders who weren't okay with being part of this whorehouse. And we just sweep that under the rug too. And I mean the, the thing that might get Snyder kicked out of owning a team in the league is that he stole money from other teams by not giving his profit share to them on top of all the other things he's done, it's gonna come down to money. Like that's Always Snyder should have been going a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. He uh he shouldn't he should not ever own a team. He should be gone for sure. Uh, let guys like him get away with what they're doing and saying, and you lead to coaches that are tweeting stuff like that. But yeah, Kanye on their team. He tried to own um the Broncos, was it or something? Yeah, Kanye was trying to buy yeah, the Broncos. Yeah, yeah. That did not happen, thank God. <laughs> I think that'd be oh. great. No, it wouldn't. It would actually be probably the worst that thing would in the probably world. Probably be very, very bad. Yeah. Probably not great for the league, but for media purposes, very interesting. Yeah, for for the for media, great. For that team and the NFL, not good. horrible. Could you imagine Kanye West walking into an ownership meeting? Like 31 
majority white males <laughs> and Kanye West. Probably Robert Kraft would love him, and that'd be about it. <laughs> they bring him down to Florida. They could have a great time. Oh my god. I don't think that would work. I want to know which is worse, though, for the Broncos, Kanye owning them or the Walton family owning them. So, like, when they go 4-13 and 13 in a couple seasons and they go, save money, live better, guys. Like, <laughs> we're not paying for shit. Well, apparently, the, I heard a rumor that they were, whoever was going to buy them was there's a potential that they were going to move them from Denver. Really? And like out of Colorado. With all the records they can set there. So easy I, to throw the ball. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Probably they, they would cause riots 100%. Where um, would they put them? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where you would move the Broncos. I feel like they're just kind of, it's kind of a place that's a staple. It's a staple. They're stuck. Yeah. You can't move them. Yeah. It's not like they were the Rams and you could just move them around or the Colts or the Ravens and all that stuff like st louis isn't really like not a huge market yeah i mean i guess it was and better than la rams... is starting out but yeah didn't the didn't the rooms start in la too yes so they like they moved did. Out yeah. and then moved back yeah they started in la and then they moved to st louis because ownership bought them and he lived in st louis and wanted the team closer to him so yeah. Which makes total sense. Um, yeah, imagine having so much money that you could say, you know what, fuck it, that fucking like move that place that holds ninety thousand fans, <laughs> move it here now. Yeah, that'd be great. Most people couldn't afford to be like, I want to move there and buy a house, and he's just like, bring it. Bring that today. whole team. We're going to build a stadium. It's going to be like top of the line for when we build it. And we're going to move a football team here, and everyone's going to love them. And they all still oh, love oh. them. So, yeah, oh, yeah. They're still huge fans in there. Yeah. They, they all thought they won a Super Bowl this year. St. <laughs> <laughs> Louis fans are going crazy. Like, oh, our team won. It's like, no, 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 no. Los Angeles won. You guys haven't won a Super Bowl in 22 years, and you probably never will again. So, oh, yeah, Kurt not. Warner, and that's about it. Yeah. I was great. like, one hit. Not a one-hit wonder. He was great, but I can't think of a city where you'd want to put. I I don't know where you'd want to put a team at this point. There's literally, I don't think there's an area in the in the United States where I'd want to throw another team. They expand. They're gonna. It's gonna be another Texas team or another New York team or another LA team. Like, well, we already got two teams. We don't need any more damn teams. Another Florida team. Like, that's no. no They're going to the big markets. That's where they're going. I guess the governor could go Utah, Salt Lake City. No, they wouldn't (laughs) do that. (laughs) That would be crazy. The the Utah Mormons. The Utah Mormons, (laughs) led by led by Deshaun Watson. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Too soon. Too soon. Be a lot. They would need a lot more of a strict NDA than he had with uh, with Houston. Oh yeah, Houston is they're they're in they a lot of hot, hot water there too. Um, they talking about like if, Oregon, they wouldn't want no because you got Seattle. Seattle's That's close just, enough. To, yeah, too too close. But it's you could do California and again. Throw like another team. They already have four, five teams. Raiders, well, as you bring them no, back Raiders to Oakland, are in Vegas now. As you bring them back to Oakland and you turn them into the Raiders and then Las Vegas calls themselves like the Jokers or something. That'd be cool. 
Actually, you know what? That'd be a dope name, and then they could have a really sick logo. <laughs> or the Las Vegas Rattlers. I don't know, but like that'd no, be sick, sick too. You can't do Rattlers because that's the uh, Arena League football team in Arizona. So they oh, they already own yeah, that God. name. Um, talking about you know players and all that fun stuff in the NFL. John Penisti retired after two years in the NFL at the age of twenty five. He was a defensive tackle for the Lions. Drafted in like the fifth or sixth round, I think I read. Did they say why? Nope. He just decided that, you know, he had other opportunities, other things out there that he wanted to do for family and all that, you know, take priority in his life. You know what? Hats off to you for doing it, sir. You know, you got your Even money. Even in the fifth or sixth round, you're still signing like a one, $2 million a year deal. Yeah. You do that for two years, rack up four mil, spend as little money as possible in that two years, and then invest the fuck out of it. Yep. And like that's, that's a, he's a smart kid too. So he's probably yeah. done that and done more. And so he's he's fine for the rest of his yeah. life. He's got a college degree degree, go get a decent paying job, like uh, eighty, ninety thousand dollars a year, and, and then, then bank off the NFL that. money. Kevin, um, what are you doing? Are you like light? turned on and then i went to turn it off and it beat the shit out of me <laughs> oh my god this is this um, is just this you... this episode started off on a good foot and then it just dropped off it's just dead it's gonna be horrible um, <laughs> kevin's fighting lamps. Like... i know he doesn't on like the, that lamp. um on the topic of saving money while playing in the NFL, did you hear the thing where Ocho Cinco says that he like slept in the stadium for two years? Yeah. He, he could have done something game. like that. Saved, yeah. Like, all his money. When he was a rookie, he didn't want to buy a house, didn't want to spend money on an apartment because you never know if you're going to stay there long term. He wasn't sure. So he slept in the arena because he goes, well, there's beds, there's bunks. There's food, food, there's toilet. showers, there's everything I need Cafeteria. is right there. Why am I not going to live here? And he did it for, I think, a year, for his first year, year and a half on the team. And then someone was like, found out and they go, you can't do that. Like, that's a liability for the team that you're here 24-7. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. And then he went and got a small apartment. And then, of course, we all know his career was very, very success- successful. Bought a house. I think he still lives in the area. I'm not sure if he still lives there or not, but he has he's a staple there. So it worked out for him at the end of the day. Two like random facts speaking of that. So Aiden Hutchinson mm. is has never left the state of Michigan in terms of where he's lived. And he's living at home with his parents and just signed a, a $40 million deal, including sign-on bonus. And then you bring up Chad Johnson, Ocho Senko, and it just makes me laugh because like people like him. I don't know how many people talk shit about him all the time and his attitude and his personality. And I'm like, do you know how much ma- money that man's making on endorsements right now? While he sleeps and while he shits and while he washes his hands and cooks dinner because his mouth ran more than his feet and his feet ran a lot. Like, yeah, it's not that they didn't, but he ran his mouth more than his feet and people talk shit. And I'm like, he he's making money. He's making like hundred thousand every time he takes a breath. Yeah. Like, he's- I would act like that if I was a professional. I don't care what people said. Like when I'm 40 and I have 10 times the amount of money you're going to make before you're 60. Like, I don't care what you have to say about me. 
I'm pretty sure you do that already and you, you don't make anywhere near what he makes. My my dog pays me and and uh nothing actually. She doesn't pay me at all. Yeah, she's dead asleep. It's a shame. You. Yeah, no, that's all she does. It's like she works all day. <laughs> hey Kevin, nope. that, that yeah. fighting lamp. Have you ever been to Bed Bath and Beyond? I have been to Bed Bath and Beyond. Did you get that in the Beyond section? Do they sell like fighting lamps? Like Mike Tyson lamps? I'll be honest, this lamp <laughs> is probably so maybe older than me. But you know, it's I like it because when we record in like the winter, when I put it on, the lighting is very, very good. It's just, oh. you know, it decided to turn on on its own and then beat the shit out of me. So, you know. Freaking out of freaking out of control today. <laughs> it's a voodoo lamp. Literally. That is hysterical. I'm dying. I'm done. <laughs> um, big news for the Big Twelve as of 2023. Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF will be official members after reaching a buyout agreement with um, <laughs> where were they? The Big E. American. American. Thank you. I don't. There's too many conferences and mo- everyone's moving. Like I can't even keep up with it. So. so Dana's coming back to the Big Twelve. Yes, he's coming back to the Big Twelve to get his butt handed to him. Can by we every make team. it to that first ever game oh in Morgantown God. when they face each other? Yes, yes, that is. Um, that or is... or a road trip to Houston, either. No, or... you don't want to go to Houston. Houston is trash. Okay. Houston well, is either there. Houston's there. Either or, I just feel, at least in our end, seeing Mr. Holgerson back on West Virginia grounds uh, after the years, and I know he's been quite successful in Houston for for the last couple, um, but to see him back in the Big 12, that would be very, very interesting, and I think it'd be very, very fun. But, you know, we'll always remember what Dana said about us uh, when he left, and... I hope that we go ahead and return those words in this video. Oh, I'm pretty sure we will because he's going to, like, he uses it as, like, oh, the American, I got great kids, and I'm going to get even better kids being part of the Big 12. Dude, no, you're not. No, because UCF is a good school. Cincinnati is stealing players from West Virginia. We had a kid that decommitted because Cincinnati reached out to him, and it's like, you're not getting anyone and you're going up against bigger teams now. So good say luck. for him, it depends on success right off the bat. Cause I, I'm still not sold on our current head coach. I just, he's not the recruiting, like the 2023 class looks super exciting. Yes. This, but, this year's a class that the company just came in and next year's class yeah. looks amazing. One thing Dana was decent at with us. He did bring in talent. Neil was handed a pretty good team and didn't do shit with them. And what worries me with uh, WVU right now, especially with this NIL, the NIL shit going on, mm-hmm. is that if we bring in all this talent in 2023 and we only win seven games, if the quarterback that's a freshman is like thinks he's going to be better than he is or he starts and shows he's decent, even though we only win seven games, they're going to leave. They yeah. won't stay. That's my, my biggest worry with WVU especially this year coming up. Cause I know a lot of people are getting hyped. We brought some good players and we brought a new quarterback. We have a whole new offensive system. And I think anybody that's played football knows that like 
can that new offensive system be good right off the bat? Yeah. Are we probably going to struggle the first three games? Yeah. Could we struggle the first six? Maybe. Like maybe it is a great system that's going to work out long term, but it people are going to be pretty pissed when it doesn't game one if we're not lighting up the scoreboard. And yeah, especially against Pitt. obviously we're playing Pitt. Not that they're like the greatest team on earth, but we're playing them in their home stadium. It, there's a chance that offense isn't going to look fantastic until game four, five, six. Yeah. And even then, like at that point, I'm just the NIL stuff is. Yeah, that's the biggest point. I'm happy players get paid now like they can. But on the other point, the transfer portal and that I you get yelled at by a coach and the next day I'm, I'm going to a new team. Fuck you guys. That's how it's, that's how it is. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you on that one, Chris. Like, I feel like a school like WVU, they are in such a disadvantage because they're not in an exact, in a market where it's very appealing for kids to go unless, you know, you're going there for sports. Now that you, we have given these student athletes the ability to say, Hey, you know what? It's not working out. Yeah. I'm playing. Yeah, I'm getting these these deals, but I I think I can get a better one somewhere else, which is what it's been turning into. Um, I think it's just, I think it's gonna turn into how much these schools are able to sustain these NIL deals. There's got to be some sort of protocol. And Mary and I talked about it on our NIL episode. Like, there's gonna there's gonna be a point where you can only offer so much money to somebody, and you're going to get to the point where you're running out of money to offer. Yeah. So I think it's a matter of how much we can sustain, you know, performance on the field is going to matter. This is going to be a very, very big year for West Virginia in which, you know, we, we gotta, we gotta come out with over 500. I think if they don't get over 500 this year and at least like a, maybe a middle bowl game, you know, <laughs> I, I think they're going to, the team's going to be unhappy, but you know, fingers crossed, you know, that doesn't happen. I'm praying that our team shows up and, you know, JT Daniels is exactly what he was when he first went to USC with Graham. And I think only time will tell, but everything is trending in the upward direction. We're recruiting. Well, it's a matter of, you know, making things happen. That's my question is if I'm if I understand the NIL correctly, like Nike can reach out and go like we we want to give that guy money to be like in our ads now, right? Yes. They yeah. Can. So that's like that's my big thing is if we if we win and we win consistently, it's not gonna matter about the boosters or the school or anything. Like we just need Nike to have a reason to sponsor the WVU quarterback. Yeah. But if we're only winning six games a year, Nike's gonna be like, well, we got like 50 other teams that are winning way more than you and it might be a little bit different for your sponsorship teams so like where you have west virginia is a nike school louisville is an adidas school that might be a little different on how you can portray that because those kids are technically getting all their equipment all their gear already through that organization so there might be a different loophole with that but i agree it will be very very interesting I'm very hopeful for this team. They brought in a lot of transfers. So I know the majority of them were there for the spring game. JT Daniels was there. He did not play, not participate. So he's there all summer. Those kids are not leaving campus. We all know that. 
They have not left. They're not going anywhere. They're going to be practicing. They have two days starting in a month, basically. So we'll be seeing the posts all over the place on it, on the Instagrams, on the Twitter, everything. So it'll be, it'll be interesting. I do think, like Chris said, it will be the first two, three, maybe four or five games where we finally start seeing that offense click um, with all those new pieces and getting used to each other. Um, so we'll see. Cool thing I saw today, though, um, it's totally opposite. It is It is technically football. So we call it soccer. The MLS signed a 10-year deal with Apple TV. Shout that's, out to them. That's massive for that. Apple's uh yeah. Apple's apparently starting to try to take things over. I think it's Apple that's um they potentially signed... take they're potentially taking over Sunday ticket after 2023. Yeah, and they just signed Richard what Sherman to their Thursday night bro- their Thursday night broadcast team. Oh wow. Yep. So that's yeah. That's Apple's... their Apple and Amazon are like trying to move up big time. It was nuts to me hearing they might take Sunday ticket because I'm like, Direct TV's had that since it's been created. They've had the rights to that every year. And that Apple's kind of like, Apple's kind of like, nope, like we're gonna we're gonna sneak in and take that from you. And I'm well, kind of wondering if it's gonna be less money since it'll be pretty much it'll be all streaming versus like you have to have this this provider to have it. No, it's still gonna be god awful money. That's where they're. They want to make money. They're not going they, to just start Apple, doing I this. feel like, could afford to drop it with it being streaming. They'd have more people signing up is what I'm thinking. Instead of that, you have to pay 300 for the season, plus you have to pay 100 a month to have DirecTV in your house on a two-year contract. Oh, God. No, thank you. Apple's – I don't think Apple's going to have – Apple TV is month to month. If, so I could, if I could just watch the Patriots on Apple TV and that's it, I will pay it because I don't want to watch these crappy New York teams ever on my CV. They are so bad. It sucks. Hey, Dude, don't hit on the Yankees. They're winning right now. I don't give a crap about the Yankees. Yankees wow. are... Well, I'm sorry. Are, the Red Sox are sucking right now. The Jets they and the are. Giants the are Sox pretty fucking terrible. in a row. They Jets actually and went, Giants, yes, are they, very, they very terrible. 20 and 1 after um, Alex Cora shaved his beard. I don't know if it's superstition or whatever the heck happened, but they are winning. They are looking better. They are actually beating the athletics right now. So, yes, we still are bottom feeders right now. But you know what? I, wait, I have a problem with that statement. We are Can bottom feeders. We, we Okay, so we are bottom feeders. But if you look at our record, we are not the fourth or third team in any other division besides the West. If you put us in any other division, we are the first or second team. Yes. Our record is a. Our, it's just because our division is crazy. Our division has always, for the past like 10 years, has always been always two teams come out of that division. Always. It does not matter. That's it's true. either Red Sox, Yankees, or you, for a while it was Tampa. Tampa was great for a while. Then yeah. it was the Blue Jays. And now it's really all four teams have a viable shot. Just and the I Orioles mean, that are. No, the Orioles are so bad. They are just so bad. (laughs) They're 36 and 36. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) Orioles are trash right now. I'm a Philly fan. I'm a Philly fan, and I can talk shit on Baltimore. Like that's bad. Because we're not good. (laughs) No, you fired your manager last week. Hey, and then we won nine straight. And then we lost 10 to 1, but that doesn't matter. We won nine straight. God, I can't believe they let, let him go. Like, was that his first year there too? 
Uh, I think second. I don't know. It's very hard to keep in touch with baseball when your team sucks. Too many games. Oh, Back. my God. I don't pay attention. Back. Baseball in, in general is just hard to focus on because there's too many things, too many games. And he's shorten that season. That's just me, though. Yeah, uh, hockey, we... basketball, and baseball could all use shortened. No. Do not like shorten bas- for basketball. Basketball, you can't shorten. They already take so many. Did you hear the Richard Jefferson rant about that? Yes, I do agree with him on that. I agree with him. You why short the season? There's already players that are taking days off that are sitting when they're healthy for health and whatever protocols that they think of. They go, you're getting paid to play. All you're doing every week is playing basketball. That's it. It's not like you're doing all these other hard, arduous processes. You're working out, you're playing basketball, and you're relaxing. You're watching film. That's it. That's not. It's he broke it down so perfectly, and like I'm doing it in injustice on how I'm saying it. But yeah, I would say he he would be, you know, what he was saying is perfectly adequate. Of don't shorten the season. You're gonna have less players. You know, use we we'll use John ja Morant as a great example. When he's healthy, he plays every game. But when he's even tweaked an ankle. He's out for three weeks. They don't let him play for three weeks. Okay, you're missing 10, 15 games at that point. Now, if you shorten the season to, to say 60 games, well, you just lost a quarter of your season right there. So yeah. I, I don't think you can shorten my, I got my devil's advocate, and it's just from stuff I've read. I don't really know my thoughts on it because I haven't thought about it too much. But the, the big thing is I think – Fair. The big things I did decide to live with you at one point, so that's an ad, that's an accurate statement. Yeah, you're an idiot. <laughs> um, but anyway, if you shorten the game, if you shorten the season by 20 games, attendance is going to increase. 82 games, you got a lot more games during the week that people aren't going to. And whether like if you look deep into it or not, like the deeper you look in, the more you see that there is a lot of fluctuations in NBA games because of how long the season is. Also, if you shorten the games, you get rid of those players taking those breaks, which Vegas makes money off of that. Because if you have 60 games and your starters are playing 100% of the games and are no longer sitting, you get more consistent betting. Versus where you have LeBron sitting out 15 games a year, and then those people that only bet on LeBron are betting even less. It's I've read a lot, and I don't have the specific numbers. Like I said, I don't know if I agree with it, but there's just a money concept behind it that they cut the games down, increase attendance, increases betting, um, keeps fans paying more attention, and end up buying more gear. Like it's just there's a whole trickle effect to it, is what I've read about it in terms of money, and that's ultimately what the NBA is going to decide on is money. Yeah, I prompt a question. So if you were to shorten the season from 82 games to 60 games. Do you change the schedule or do you just chop off the last 20 games? You'd have to change your schedule because you'd have so to you have... do it like football where you play only 18 games, but you play over six months. No, no. So I you'd, have, you'd have to adjust because like a quarter of your season typically goes against your rival teams. Yeah. So, well, I'm thinking more physically, like what days of the week the games are. Yeah, you're you're thinking is the season still going to be from the what, October still... until July yeah. or what June? Yeah. Do you still June. start the season in the fall and have the finals in June, or do you shift it because the pen, the injury argument 
is i'd imagine it's they a would good keep argument it. for games but if you yeah cut it to 60 games but you keep the same but you take three frame, months off or something it's not an doing injury anything, that right? knocks you off for three weeks takes you out of less games it actually makes your st- your statistics better i would imagine they would player. probably my my thoughts would be that you would keep it the same length of a season and just push games more towards the weekends yeah but it, you'd, like, you're you gonna lose everybody in the fall and winter with nfl true. nfl rules you basically yeah, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, you got, football. Yeah, but then you yeah, have no college football. A lot of people pay attention. Thursday to is Saturday. Thursday is debatable. Some Thursday of the Thursday night games are absolute trash. Oh, actually, most of them. Most of them are trash. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. The majority but, of those well, games are trash. Saturday to Monday, yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So like, so so to, 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 to debate you, I think if it were they were to do the sixty games, they would probably stretch it out till june but the main problem is they will never do that is because think about what the nba and the nfl does like throughout the entire week we're just the media coverage out there again you're just talking about them and talking about them and talking about them if you shorten the season and spread them out so much then you they lose their steam of being in the media think about the nfl we technically would normally talk about the nfl up till around the week after the super bowl but then all but now we're talking about the NFL. Now we have to talk, talk about the combine. In the combine, that time, you now you have the draft, then the post-draft. Then by the time the post-draft here, it's OTAs coming and up. And camps and all that. So that yep. now we're talking the NFL. Almost um, 12 basically months. Basically all year. year. Basically yeah. all year. So NFL the, is yeah, kind of it, all they, year. Yeah. Yeah. So And the NBA, technically, they start in October, right? That's when their preseason technically starts, October. Mm-hmm. And then they go until June. But like Kevin pointed out, end of June or beginning of draft is the draft. And then for the lie is the NBA free agency. And then you have free agency, but you also have your summer league down in Florida. In so Vegas. Summer league in Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Other summer leagues up in like, I think they have some games are played in other parts of the United States. I actually so, think they stopped that. I think last year was the first time they narrowed. They pretty much centered everybody. Just to two, the two locations. Um, so, like, you have all of that, which I love watching. Summer League is fun to watch because you got these guys that are one, two years in that are trying to get more more reps. You got the rookies. You got the – it's kind of fun to watch. But, like, that grabs your attention. And then you kind of forget about the NBA for two months because football is all of a sudden – behemoth again yeah because you have college starts nfl starts and they pretty much battle the airwaves until Mm -hmm. beginning of october when and then let's be honest like chris and everyone on this podcast has said before 182 games in the end and the baseball season is way too long i would agree with that that one should get shortened to some extent but like come september-ish time we all start paying a little bit more attention because it's playoffs. It's actually fun <laughs> to watch. It's more intense. Okay, so they cover us for a little bit of time during the week when we're not watching football. And then basketball comes around. Then if you're a hockey fan, hockey comes hockey around. Starts, though. Yep. So, like, shortening things, you're going to lose us talking about it more. We want to talk about that stuff. That brings in everyone's attention. Come on. What would Stephen A. Smith talk about for – 
all year if he wasn't talking about the NBA. The Cowboys. That's all that, he talks about yeah, outside of the NBA. That's true. That's true. <laughs> he talked talk all the shit on the Cowboys, which I love. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love how much he trashes and dogs the Dallas Cowboys. I love it. But that's it's NBA or Cowboys. That's my question. Another question I pose, and again, just devil's advocate here, just like thinking opposites. If your favorite NBA team only played 50 games a year and then your favorite NFL team has 17 games a year instead of the 82 and you're an NBA fan more than an NFL fan, like who are you going to choose to watch? So you have the 82 games as an NBA fan. It's like, you know, I can miss this one game to watch the Patriots game instead of the Celtics game. Right. And obviously you're not talking, cutting it down to 17 games. That would be absolutely ridiculous. But when you have less chances to watch, it's going to be like, well, you know, like, eh, I, I like the Patriots and they only play 17 games, but also I won't be able to watch another Celtics game to this day. Like now I, I have to watch this game. And it's, devil's advocate, because then you're kind of forcing leagues to like really pay attention to your schedule. So like someone like Merritt, would you be willing to watch a Patriots versus like Colts game? Or are you going to be more inclined to watch the Celtics play the Lakers? You know, now you're really trying to, you know, you're making not people this team's Lakers. No, nah, I would not want to watch the Lakers play the Celtics I'll watch this Duncan time around. Like, run all over the Patriots. That'd be a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch the Patriots play the Colts because, like, that would be more entertaining in my mind. If it was like the Celtics were playing Golden, let's just say it was a regular season game against the Golden State Warriors, I'd pick. I make my might pick that. But like, I think it depends on the amount of games. At the current state, I've said this many times off the podcast, obviously, I will always watch football over any other sport just because it's only on Sundays, Mondays, and Thursdays for NFL. And it holds your That's attention. It. Yeah, it's three or four hours, one day a week. The Bills only play once a week. So I'm watching that game. Yep. And if I pay for Red Zone to watch Red Zone, I'm going to watch Red Zone as much as possible. Oh, yeah, now you're paying for so, it, so why would you not? Yeah. <coughs> so I think it would be an interesting situation to see what would happen if they... I knew this was going to happen on this episode. It was just going to go off the rails. <laughs> I knew it! Always ultimately, 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 you know why? You know why it went off the rails like it did? There's a big guy with this big beard over there <laughs> named scott foster where'd my where'd my name <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move on let's move on so kevin who you got you got an okc jersey on i can see this that this is not an oklahoma city jersey no it's not it's oh, a it's new york knicks jersey Ooh. thank you thank you that is a houston allen houston, houston jersey. jersey champion it's had it since i was in eighth grade still fits over my big body because now i can refit into it again um yeah just rocking it out got Andrew, a haircut you know yeah i know you got the haircut chris you already showed us your jersey your scott foster one so that's great yeah what we got with andrew what do you got yes. i got dame lillard rip city, rip city. i like yeah. that dame dollar lillard. I like that was that. a big game guy. deal right andrew yeah this was 40 bucks <laughs> yeah it came in like three weeks straight from china but you know hey it's got the, the NBA Authentics tag. There you go. There you Sorry. go. I, I unless I get like a Mitchell and S jersey, which is very rare because they cost way too much freaking money, and it's got to be like somebody yeah. very important, like like Reggie White. That's my that's my one Mitchell and S jersey right now because big Eagles guy. 
but I China jerseys all day. Like if it's yeah. got the oh, yeah. slightest imperfection and it costs twenty dollars instead of two hundred, I don't care. You know, don't know what? How you should do for the custom? You know what you should so. do? I would revisit eBay because they eBay. I've been getting mad steals on eBay. Ask Merritt. He knows. This is eBay. all everyone who listens to the podcast knows. Kevin's on eBay, right? Yeah. You need Holy to find jerseys. Kevin will find you a jersey. Yeah, you you tell me a name, I can probably try and find you a solid deal for it, or at least try to get you a deal for one that you, of a price you want to pay. Or not the pot. The podcast really isn't live on the gram right now. It's actually Kevin's screen on eBay, looking at jerseys. <laughs> Would it surprise me at in the slightest? Um, Hunting at for all. deals. No, 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 no. Um, that that's something I would see him doing what just putting your podcast and showing hey this is what i get my jerseys from (laughs) (laughs) or my cards can you imagine if we've had uh an episode of where it's just all right well kevin's gonna look on the chat and they're gonna ask him what jersey that he can find and let's see if he can find it can you imagine us uh, a full hour all right well episode 40 kevin buys five jerseys on ebay for the best price he can find (laughs) oh my god please no (laughs) oh my god i freshman year of college so actually this started my senior summer of high or summer before freshman year of college when i was a bartender and a server at a wing joint i met this guy and this was like a sports bar so they had they had a deal with the guy they got his their jerseys for the wall from him gave out jerseys for free on like the weekends through prizes and incentives and bullshit like they did contests to get people in the bar um this guy sold jerseys 20 bucks a piece if you asked him where they got them they fell off the back of a truck I shit you not my freshman year like I was going off to school and I had got a couple friends to buy jerseys from he goes look I'll make you a deal like you sell them for 50 you give me 20 you keep the profit and he said these are like 175 dollars jerseys and they were I think Merritt probably saw some of the jerseys I had in college I did I have very legit jerseys like not the cheap like screen print like the stitch like full nine yards I made about $3,000 my freshman year selling jerseys. And this guy gave me a burner phone. He's like, only contact me on this. And I can't say <laughs> his name because I still need to protect myself. That is but very true. one day I just stopped hearing from him. No idea where he is now. Fed's no idea if he's okay. I, I feel like he got caught, but I'm lucky that he gave me a burner phone because I did not go down with this. He's like, if you ever don't hear from me for more than a few days, throw the phone away. I like felt like I was dealing drugs. I'm like, these are fucking jerseys. Like, what the fuck? You were dealing drugs. That's pretty much. I, I mean, I did that. So I did that too, but we don't. I don't do that anymore. So I can say that out loud. <laughs> but you still sell jerseys that fell off. He still the sells jerseys on the, the back truck. Of truck. Yeah. If I still knew him, I still would. That was easy money. That's very true. It, uh, it was very, people were like, I'm not paying 50. I can go buy that online for 45. And then I'd be like, you can buy this one. And they'd be like, oh yeah, no, that's like $200. And I'm like, I know. And then they give me 50 I bucks mean, in I cash. Probably I'd send him I probably would have bought jerseys from you too. I mean, I'd buy jerseys from you. <laughs> <laughs> 50 bucks. I knew 50 bucks for full stitch. Yeah. And they I were perfect better. condition too. Like they were really, they were, there was no like, there was nothing wrong with it. It wasn't like, oh, that letter slightly tilted versus the others. Like they were mint condition. Like uh, they obviously didn't fall off the back of the truck. Somebody was stealing them from the truck. Yep. Yep. 100%. Marriage, shout out to your hat slash visor today. I, I know. You look I'm, like you're about to go like coach a team. 
I'm, I feel like uh, this is my Danner Holgerson look. Um, got the got the the mop on the top of the head and and the visor, but I'm not throwing it. So good. Stepping back a little Put bit. On on that. Not throwing you know, it at anybody. We we talked about football and recruiting, and we didn't talk about basketball. And I'm going to say my little piece, and then you guys can go off about whatever you want. But I saw how excited everybody is about WVU, and I realized we signed 15,000 JUCO players that average seven points combined a game. That's all I've seen. <laughs> like, and I love Kevin, Huggins. Kevin is I very, love very Huggins. And I'm very big on like I like his coaching style because that's what went that's what worked with me like the guy that wasn't gonna be easy on me like if he saw me yeah I'm fat I've always been slow I was a good football player I've always been slow but if my coach knew I was being slower than normal yelling at me and calling me a fat fuck made me work harder not oh don't worry buddy we got this but unfortunately with the generation that's coming in and people that won't deal with the bullshit they don't want to get yelled at without uh reason for it which i i get that too like if you're yelling at somebody and don't have a reason that's fucked up but huggins is bringing in these in my opinion un- overrated juco players that we're getting excited about that like i said scored seven points combined a game and they're supposed to apparently be good on defense just so i think they ultimately leave next year when they're like <laughs> he made me run on the treadmill because we lost like I'm not excited. I'm not excited. I think we're going to be worse than last year. No. So I totally hear you on that one. And that's what, you know, so I listened to that country roads confidential that they come out with from like CBS sports. And they talk about the same thing, how the one underwhelming thing is, you know, the focus that we needed, we need people that knew how to score and we needed people that we need to be able to play defense. So while those guys maybe only were able to put up, seven points a game combined. I think the, a lot of them are older. So, you know, they've had their time and trying to, you know, be the quote unquote star that they maybe thought they couldn't be. Now they maybe they can't, maybe they understand their roles a little bit more. I'm excited for the two big guys that are Juco, the, especially the bigger one. Cause it, I think the one thing, if you watched West Virginia basketball is we just could not rebound the ball. And that has always been in a hugging staple since you all of us went to school. We always had people that were able to rebound, whether they were six feet or only seven feet, or they were like five feet, nothing. And we, we always had, had a guy getting yelled at, a.k.a. Turk, for shooting yeah, threes and being six foot ten and being a math, massive human being. Yeah. So we have, the, we have bigger guys. I think we went after all of the needs that we needed. We had guys like Trey Mitchell from Texas, which I'm shocked how we ended up getting him. But now it makes sense because one of the freshmen didn't enroll. So, you know, he's a bigger guy. He's got given us some length. He was a really good score until he went to Texas and Texas just didn't do anything with him. Yeah, they um, put him on the bench and just was <laughs> like, okay, bye. And it's like, yeah. wait. And then we, the other Texas kid who, removed his name from the draft apparently he's not going back to texas yeah he's going to arizona he committed to arizona. yeah because and it's fine because honestly like we already had we already over the scholarship limit as it was so the fact that we were gonna go ahead and add another person it's like are we just gonna like pay these are we just gonna like have them like fend for themselves but yes. 
I think yes. we're going. I think I I'm I Great like the day. outlook of this team much more than last year. Like even last year when we started, I was not very hopeful because I just felt with who we had coming back, I just didn't think it was going to be good enough to do much. But we have size. I like the freshmen when they played last year. It's just a matter of how they develop on if they can buy in. And I think that's the really big question is if they can buy into Huggins' system, that will be the true tell if they're going to be successful because Huggins is a particular coach. He recruits a particular type of player. We know the type of players that will not last with us. We all know who that is. So if those guys can understand the Huggins coaching style and philosophy, I think they're going to be a lot better than they were last year. I didn't say me and Mary both agreed. I think they're going to at least make the tournament this year. Will they be like a final four time will and play will tell, but I think they'll definitely go back to the tournament this year. The most facts someone's thrown at me yet. I like everybody that I know that watches just keep sending me these articles from the voice of Motown. And I'm like, off of what that says, Howard, well, that's that's my big thing too. But I'm like, how do you have four paragraphs about how great this guy is, and then you sneak in there at the bottom, two point one points per game? Yeah, I'm like, because that's how they got like, to do it. Yeah, but but there's no stats on any. There's nothing that says that he's actually great. It's just oh, he's a shooter. He's this. He's that. Two point one points a game. Oh, so he's not a shooter. He's not like I'm like off of what you just told me. He's not anything you said, but like what Kevin just said, like that gave me a little more insight to some of it. But I, I mean, I agree at the end of yeah. the day, FYI, if we can recruit the best players in the country. Yeah. And if they don't like coach Huggins coaching style and they don't buy into the system, they're going to be shit. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Just think so. about like all of like the higher recruits we've had, like in the previous years, think about a guy like Issa Ahmad. He didn't buy in after a couple of years. So he, he, he turned to shit. You know, and then you go up to the plus from when we were playing. We were in, we were playing when we were in school. The hello, what like guy like Devin Ebanks? He bought into the system, and we ended up going to the final four. So it's a matter if those guys can understand where Huggins is coming from, they're going to be successful. But if you are so stuck in your ways and you're like, nah, man, I'm not going to be doing that, then you know the door will hit you on the way out. But time will tell. You know, like. West Virginia basketball, just like football, plays with our heartstrings every single year. One year I can think we're amazing. That year we actually suck, but the year I think we suck, we're actually amazing. So yeah. basketball is the one that's harder for me to not like get attached at some point during the season. Football, I love football, don't get me wrong, but with how stupid the NCAA is and the CFP and it's geared towards the same eight teams every single year, probably will be till we die. It's a lot easier for me to be like, you know what, we suck this year, but realistically, we could have won every game. We still wouldn't have won a championship because we're not one of those schools. Yeah, Like it's, we're not. So it's easier for me to step away and be like, you know, it's just not worth getting upset over because I try to pretend the big 12 is the only thing that exists and football because that makes it more interesting to me it's just it's hard to hard to be that fan that i was in college like yeah. when i was drinking every weekend at the games and nothing mattered now i watch and i'm like i see all these other games and i'm like well it's gonna be bama and georgia and clemson and notre dame and like i could tell you exactly who's gonna be fighting for those top four spots <laughs> like That's it's just true. hard to watch the cfp kevin do you have new cards Oh, yeah. I only got one this week because I'm going on vacation. Got me a 
2003 little Kobe holograph here. Ooh, look at you. Look yeah. at you. Did you get your binder of, yet? No. Yeah, got to get the book. I have to get serious. The, I have to get the briefcase eventually. The briefcase. Serious question though. Very yeah. serious question about that card. Yes. Has Jason Tatum tried to jump you for it? No, not <laughs> yet. No, not yet. This not is a yet. pretty dope card though. It is. It's pretty awesome. It, it, I just. It, it, I had to make the joke with the Jason Tatum Kobe obsession. Hey. Do you think he'll wear the armband next game? Yes. Have you seen the meme of Kobe in heaven looking at his phone saying, dude, stop texting me? And then it's Jason Tatum down there on his phone. Oh, (laughs) that is so bad. I I like the guy. He's a good player. Like he's a good fit for Boston, but that the the Kobe thing's getting like it's it's attention driven at this point. It's just I think when it's not sickening. I think when he puts Kobe stuff out, it's often tasteful and it's often good. But the media like searches for shit. Like he was wearing a white yeah. t-shirt and green shorts at practice a few weeks ago, and they're like, he's dressed oh, yeah. exactly like Kobe. And I was like, he's wearing a green shirt and green shorts. Yeah, Wait, the Celtics player has worn that at some point. I agree with that, but at the same point, if you look back to earlier this year when he dressed up as Kobe to do the photo shoot to redo, yeah. like it, yeah, it. it it, the things caught and it's the media yes pulling things together but he's opened that door by putting one too many things up on his own so now everything he does for kobe is gonna get exploded everything that's true that is that's very, just what the true. media does jack jack del rio could have not posted that tweet he did and he would have said something in a press conference at some point when he got asked about it like that's the media digs and digs until you do or say something stupid and they ride off it until nobody cares about it anymore very true like, but i still like i said i like the guy he's a good kid i think he means well in all of it but i do like to pick fun at boston fans when uh they bring up tatum and i'm like oh you mean kobe jr okay you have a fat james harden who misses his strip clubs hey, i don't trust the process hopefully be, be gone i don't think the process is working out if Embiid could stay healthy we might be all right you need somebody else around him that's <laughs> i think you need somebody Harris. else Looked like Embiid might make it through the playoffs this year, and then all of a sudden, after Game Seven's over, oh, by the way, he broke his face. Dude, they told. Like, when did that happen? They said it. It happened like during the Miami series. He got punched in the face when he went up for a layup, and then apparently had surgery on his face right after. And now he's got he had surgery on both his hands. Apparently, it screwed up his hands too. Wait, has made a glass. Noel Embiid. Yeah, we talked about it like two weeks ago, Kevin. Oh my God, I forgot. That, you know, poor Joel Embiid. He, he just needs to get a brand new everything. He needs a brand new coach, brand new team, brand new ownership. Elton Brand should not be a general manager if he still is. Get him out of there. You you used to like Doc at one point. I did like Doc. In his career. Doc, just, <laughs> Doc has uh, reached the point of just running things into the ground. And we saw it with the Clippers. Oh, sorry. Andrew's happy. What, Andrew, why are you Denver's happy? Homered. Homered did? Uh, right center, yeah. Oh, it doesn't matter. We're not keeping him anyway. At this We're rate, up 6-0. Huh? Right. At, 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 huh? at this rate, the Red Sox are just going to be a crap team with letting Betts walk, letting Devers potentially walk, and letting 
Um, oh, shoot. Who's the shortstop? Bogarts? Yeah, Bogarts potentially walk. Yeah. So really, why aren't we signing let, them, bro? Let, let these They're... homegrown talents just walk away. It's awesome. Bogarts has played with uh, the Celtics every year since his draft. He's, he and Devers. Yeah. Every year they've been with the Red Sox. But yeah, that's how that's how it goes, guys. It's it's sports and they're stupid. <laughs> At least my Eagles might be okay this year if Jalen Hurts doesn't throw away the easiest season he has in his life. Jalen right Hurts in front of the ball more than 20 yards. Yeah. Yep. He's, have... he's literally he is being given a brand new Ferrari fresh off the dealership with two miles on it. He's gonna crash. Here's it. the keys. He's gonna what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Week one into a tree. Oh yeah. Outside of him, I Carson Strong. I'm actually excited about undrafted free agent. But I, if Hertz doesn't play well the first six games, I could see Carson Strong not being the franchise QB necessarily, but taking a spot for him for the rest of the year. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually interested more in the battle for QB in Carolina. Uh, yeah. Sam Darnold, good one. Better Sam not be. Coral, and apparently, um, the talks between Panthers and Browns have been heating up again. They're still trying Baker. to trade for uh, Baker. Baker. Yep. They, yeah. the I can see the Panthers Baker doing have... well in, in Carolina. Yeah, but the Browns probably don't want to do anything until not until Deshaun. They know Cosby's what's going on with Deshaun Watson because apparently up. there's another two to four yeah. that are coming out. He was at 24. He saw 66 different masseuses in 17 months. 66 in you 17 have, that's months. That's like two different massages. Two masseuses <laughs> every week. <laughs> yeah, two masseuses a week. That's crazy. Have you guys like read like completely into the whole thing? Like that he was, I mean, he's texted hundreds. He was going to their houses to meet in apartments oh, yeah. to meet up with them. There's NDAs in place by a... There was NDAs in place by Houston. Like they yeah, were supplying they the hotel rooms. rooms. Yeah. It's it like Houston should be forced to sell the team. The trade should be completely revoked. He should be kicked out of the league if it's all true. And then Houston should have to give all of Cleveland's picks back to them. But here's the problem though. It is not a criminal lawsuit. It is a civil lawsuit. Yeah. But so if the Houston Texans knew what was going right. on and went to that point to cover it up, regardless of the type of lawsuit, they covered it up, knew that it was about to be exposed, dumped him off thinking they were going to get away with it. Right. That would go towards Houston. They technically could not go after Deshaun Watson again because it, yeah, like, is it like double jeopardy or whatever? Yeah. You can't charge yeah. him they, twice. Um, they didn't but, find him innocent. The grand jury refused to see the case. They right. Said the grand wasn't. jury said there was not enough evidence that they saw to move forward with the case. Can't even go to trial or anything. Right. But apparently these other people that are coming out have more evidence that could bring that back to light of like, oh, maybe we should relook at this. And if that happens, then yes, Chris, I agree. He should never play in the NFL again. We kicked out Ray Rice for hitting his wife, and he's never touched the field again. Greg Hardy for throwing his girlfriend on a bunch of guns and strangling her almost to death, never touched the field again. And there's countless other op- other you know examples as well. Yeah, and then you got this guy that like <laughs> Jesus 
Oh. You can't say that. Oh my God! Andrew, you said anything was fair game. You need to mute that part. <laughs> We're that live. One, <laughs> that one has to get muted, oh, Chris. That gosh. steps over a boundary. Oh my! It's God. it's what think, it was. It is what was really said. Good. There is articles that say that. There's legitimately the articles on YouTube that says this is for kids now. <laughs> Not this episode. <laughs> Not this episode at nope. all. Nope. Don't oh, my God. There is legitimately articles out there that say that a girl, word for word, said I don't that. need to. No, 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 no. no, no, no. You can read it anywhere. Okay, we will read it. You do not need to say okay. it again. I'm going to pull it up and we're going to share Kevin's screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Kevin and his screen sharing abilities. Yeah. Oh, my God. <clears throat> this, this, is, this is why I don't do this with Chris. Like, this is this yes. is what happens. It goes off the rails, and like, basically, we, he gave us a nice brand new Ferrari, and he decided to say, you know what, I'm going to take it for a spin first, and Wait. I'm going to come back with it all beat to crap, and the engine missing. I apologize for what I said. See there, now it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did say that earlier. Yeah, I can. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, great, Andrew. You're gonna have some fun editing this one. I got a sticky note. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, I guess do we have anything else Making to say? Make life more difficult. Yeah, just make make our producer's life more difficult. Thanks. I'll cut a clip out of this. Just a reaction to what Chris said, and Kevin can post it on the Instagram. Yes, <laughs> that is true. Kevin has been posting more on the Instagram with the clips. He's very excited. We did yes. add we did add one new thing today. We have a Twitter. Oh, we have a Twitter now? Yes. Yeah, we have a Twitter. You can just log in, Andrew, with the Gmail account. So you can go in there if you want and play around with it. You're going to have to give me some access so I could like share on that Twitter, too. I mean, all the login stuff is on the document, so. Okay, cool. You can go anywhere. You can't share a screen, can't share on Twitter. No. <laughs> can't share what Deshaun Watson did. We have to screen everything. We have to screen. Anytime Chris comes back on, it's going to be like, all right, Chris, this is all you're allowed to say. Nothing more. The whole time I'm talking, just bleep, 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 the whole time. Wait, I do have a random question for Chris before we go into our other topics that Merritt has. So I saw on your podcast, you did a podcast of the Battle of the Fries. Yes. Is that like in reference of like different French fries? We can't speak about that on this show. It's not appropriate. Okay, cool. No, I, yes, okay. it was about French fries. Oh, <laughs> 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 so, it was quick, not appropriate. You, what, it, what can you, well, not giving everything away, but like, what was your form? Was it like bracket style or was it just like, you, it's, you're, you debated which ones are the best fries? because of this uh we just talked about different styles of fries we started with frozen fries to fast food fries to like actual restaurant fries homemade fries and i mean we thought about doing like a bracket style but unfortunately mike got too busy for the podcast and other things in life and girlfriend yada 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 I, he was having a little fun with some female now here we are but anyway <laughs> Well, now we can blame him. We never got to fully complete the Battle of the Fries, but yeah. it all started with me talking about Orida French fries and saying waffle fries, and then we started talking about how many different Orida French fries there are. Did you count and tots? I, 
This is a, like, yes, yes, tots count tots because they are potatoes. Yep. Good. Oh, okay, they're, real quick. They're not a French fry, but they're in the same category because they, they are a fried potato product. Yep. They are fried potato. Yep. When you, you work in a restaurant and a box comes in, it's yes, wedges would count potato pocket. Okay. Because I will say, if we were going to talk about French fries, I am really sad that KFC stopped selling their potato wedges because those are highly underrated because I love their potato wedges. Those were good. If you got them fresh, if you got them not fresh, yeah, but sure. if they were fresh, they were pretty damn good. Yes. But no, any, any fried potato product, unless sweet potato, but then there's something That's wrong with you. You get a whole category to yourself. You get a new month supporting you. Like if you, if you support sweet potatoes, you are now a protected class. <laughs> Oh my gosh. What month I do it. I get now to I need celebrate more fries. <laughs> I like the sweet potato fries. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I, like I work at a restaurant, so I eat a lot of french fries. And yeah. I'm not going to lie, after eating french fries. And you're still five, this big. Yeah, and eating french fries five days a week. Sweet potato fries are a nice change every so often. Yeah. Sweet potato not, fries are all right. I'm not I do going like out and ordering them. People. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I'm not ordering them in a restaurant. But. If there are some left, I mean, fair enough. I'll give you that. Okay. I, I just, the people that eat them religiously and are like, yeah, I won't eat regular French fries. And I'm like, look, <laughs> they're really not that much better for you. They definitely don't taste better. Like, Wait, like calories wise, that's like comparing multi grain bread to white bread. It's multi grain bread's worse calorie wise. <laughs> like, maybe it's got more stuff in it that's better for your body, but you're going simple calories in and out for what you should eat. White bread's better for you. Than oh, right. Now, now, now the biggest guy on the podcast is telling us how to eat nutritionally. <laughs> I've learned a lot in the last five months that I've actually focused on what I'm putting in my I, mouth. Have you don't seen say these, anything weird about I, that. I see have it you every day. Seals <laughs> so are delicious. It makes me like, I need to go run on a treadmill for an hour and then have that because it looks so good. I only eat 2,400 calories a day now. Like, it's not even like they're bad. Like, those chicken sandwiches I made the other day, which I think is the one you really like, you were like, oh my gosh, both of you. Good. Yo, those chicken sandwiches. Two of those. Bomb. Two of those double stack chicken with mayo, lettuce, tomato. Uh, I think they had ketchup on them. It was like less than 800 calories total. Or you can go get two McChickens for 800 calories that are like half the size. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The, like ninety percent of it is full of mayo. So oh, like, yep. Those had rice cakes as breading. I I, I blended rice cakes for the breading. Wow. Like I never That's thought super, that would taste good. Super like smart. That's awesome. Thirty five no, no, calories no. instead of using panko breadcrumbs for one hundred twenty. Don't call him smart because that'll go right through his big old head. <laughs> He's inventive. <laughs> yes, we'll give him Dude, that. It, the only reason I still have Instagram. The only reason I still have Instagram is because there's plenty of people who have burned over a hundred pounds off that post plenty of delicious meals yeah. that you would have never thought of making. And they're they're like huge burgers and it's half the calories you can get them anywhere else. I'm like, oh my God. That's very Instagram true. teaches me a lot. Well, yeah. Should we talk about anything else? Because I feel like we've been doing this for a while now. Well, what, what, what's let's run it down. We got West Virginia. We got more college stories if we got any more. And then we All want right. to see how, Andrew, how's your summer? Yes. Andrew, Bro, how is the summer? How are you surviving? Um, Congrats on your first uh, year of you. college done. What, is, what, have we, what have we been up to? What's the haps? 
So um, the Haps. So I got home from school about to the 14th, about a month ago. Um, I've been working. I work in a restaurant. I'm a prep cook, which means I go in at 9 a.m. and I'm making like salad dressings and I'm making like if you go to a restaurant, you get like risotto, something that they can't make quick enough to like order. I'm making that sort of stuff. Um, and it's pretty good. I get out at like three o'clock and then I can like hang out with friends and stuff. So I'm just chilling. I went down to Newport about a month ago. Um, I, I'm playing in a basketball league with my friends, just like a rec league. Um, nice. Yeah. Indoors or outdoors? Indoor. Indoor. Okay. Oh, but it's the summertime. You got to play outdoor. Well, we are playing outdoor, like practicing and like hanging out and stuff. But like, okay. there's no in around me because it's the Northeast. There's no like outdoor basketball complex sort of thing. There's no like public courts that are like super well maintained because yeah. we get snow and wind and hurricanes in Plymouth, Massachusetts. That's so, very true. You guys kind of get, get screwed. Yeah. But, uh, playing rec ball ask ask merit for advice and do the exact opposite and you'll be great yeah that's what i tend to do in life in general so. <laughs> good this kid's Unless going it comes to hangover cures then merit's the man got fair yeah. i'll give him that i got the hangover cures <laughs> down bro yes i had Lost to do that on an English this, i had to do that this weekend because i uh i went to my first ever country concert Oh God! Yeah, I saw your. Instagram. I saw that. I he's sending me Snapchats and stuff. I was like, "Where the hell is he? What is he doing?" And all of a sudden, it was a Miranda Lambert concert. I'm like, "This this man's like posting all these songs. Like, don't know this one. Don't know this one. Don't like, know this one." He's what gunpowder and lead. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, the only the song is I this guy doing. Do. That's it. Oh, but Kevin. it was a good time. Um, I went with a couple of my friends from home. I mean, I had to figure out what the hell to wear, so I just wore a white tee, some like as neutral colors, and my combat boots. So I thought I'd fit in pretty well. We had no, you stuck out like a sore thumb. Gotta love it. Hey, I'm here, but I made it. And you know, I just drank a, you know, just had a lot of, you know, good beverages, and then had to work the next day, and then I had Shake Shack the next day, which was amazing solid and i made it but yeah that was that's my weekend so far yeah kevin died kevin 100 died and died and came back to earth yep, i can't wait for my weekend <laughs> yes i can't believe it's only tuesday guys this is pathetic i know more college stories i'm trying to think of what college stories i haven't told on here yet uh chris did we tell about the time that we put all your your stuff in the, the bathroom Yes, you actually tell that to everybody you see everywhere you go. It's a great story. I know this story. What is this story? Oh, yeah. <laughs> actually, I'm going to add another Merit, to list of to, everyone. To put reference <laughs> on this, Merritt once went to church on Sunday with some random girl that he met for like the first time that like yesterday morning. I never um, went to and church. He got asked to do a reading and he didn't do a reading. He told this story. I never went to church in college. I'm like sitting there going, "What?" I never. I wouldn't be surprised if if some of the girls you woke up with the next morning wanted to go to college. Bleep that out so his wife doesn't hear. She doesn't listen. They wanted to go to church. She probably would have. 
Oh, I don't know. Doesn't strike me as something Ashley would find very interesting. Uh, Ashley doesn't listen to this. So that's fine. No, uh, Andrew, the 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 stuff in the bathroom story is Chris decided. I think he went to class. I don't even remember. But one of our friends was at the apartment with us, and Chris is like, "Oh, I gotta go to class." We're like, "Okay, cool, bye." But he decided to not lock his door or close his door to his room. So being the assholes that we were, are, yes, still are, uh, still am. Yeah, yeah. Uh, English is not my forte here, as you can tell. Um, I'm still in college, so I got. We took all of his stuff and put it into the bathroom. (laughs) Hung his jerseys, hung all all his stuff up, (laughs) moved the dresser, moved all of it. I think the only thing that didn't go in was the bed. You took the dresser. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you take the mattress or just no? I think the mattress stayed. The mattress stayed because we couldn't. Okay. That wouldn't fit in the bathroom. So, oh, yeah, I'm impressed yeah. with the the dresser. College furniture is heavy for like no reason. I don't understand that. Yeah, this is this wardrobe thing in my. It weighed like a ton. This yeah. was like. One of three times that I went to class that year, too, which is, by the way, like, don't go to class. Yeah. Chris never went to class. Don't go to class. <laughs> don't go to class. Because shit like that happens when you go to class. <laughs> I still graduated. I still graduated <laughs> eventually. Ten years later. Doesn't matter. I went to four classes and graduated. Yeah. <laughs> to all our younger listeners, don't listen. Go to make sure you freaking go to class i i went to such a lack of classes in college when i finally got to walk across the stage they had to ask me my name <laughs> like who are you no i'm pretty sure they asked everyone that though unfortunately <laughs> except for our college because they knew everyone because it was so small no I still had to get, they have to ask your name when you go up there because they, they want to know how to make sure they properly say your name. Oh, we had to write it down phonetically for them. No, it's both. So when oh, I had I don't remember it, doing that. Well, maybe because your last name isn't that hard, but apparently mine is. So I had to make sure I told the person it's Kevin Cueva, not Cuva, not Cuava. Don't add a fucking S to my last name. Cueva. Cuava. <laughs> Oh, voila. <laughs> Here's a great story. I'll never forget. I had a public relations class and my PR teacher is going and he's going through, through my last name. So I'm hearing like Connor, Curtis. And then he goes, Suvala? Suvala? And I'm like, and then he goes, is Kevin here? And I'm like, yeah. And then I go, and he goes, how the hell do I say your last name? And I go, uh, it's Cueva. Thing, and I go, and I hope he goes, what? And I go, Cueva, like Cue- Cuervo. Think about like Jose, Jose Cuervo. Change the O, the O to an A, and take the R out. And he goes, oh, I love Jose. Thanks, Cuervo. I'll get it right from now on. And all I was called was Jose Cuervo the entire goddamn time. <laughs> Shout out to my PR teacher who is from Logan, West Virginia. Oh Probably my never God. ever saw my last name like that in life. 
Yeah, yeah, Chris, exactly. It was like a movie, dude. It's crazy. Oh my god, <laughs> that is that is hysterical, Kevin. I like it's. Oh, I I always give people credit when they always say my last name correctly, because I'll never forget. There was this one time where they just kept adding an S to my last name, and I'm like, my last name is not this. It's not. It's you know, it's not as holly jolly like Quavas. It's it's freaking C U E V A Quava, and I just it's madness. I never thought my last name was that hard to say. I never thought it was. Oh, I, the best one I got. Shout out to my friend. I don't want to embarrass her, but you know, I remember I got so mad at her when she did it. She called me Sueva, and I was like. No, that's not my last name. And I was like, in the middle, of, in the middle of class, I was like, "What? That's not how you say it." And she's like, "Yeah, it is." I'm like, "No, it's not." You're like, um, "I'm pretty <laughs> yes, sure I know how to say my name." name. <laughs> I was like, we had a discussion. I was like, you said this is that, that stuff in your last name. I'm like, no, it's not. It's never been said like that ever. Oh my that was god, a good time. That was a good time. Oh my god. Yep. Yep. And I'm pretty sure you've heard majority of my college stories, so I'm not going to tell anymore because that's cool. I don't think I have many more. Just be smart at times. That's don't right. do what I did in the summertime and go get really hammered and do really stupid stuff with your friends. Okay. That doesn't go over too well because you can't go. You got to go home to your parents' house. Well, also <laughs> at it now. Remember, Mary, <laughs> it's different times now. Like the stuff that you probably were doing back when we were his age probably some of that get outlawed because social media it could be wrong you know, can oh you social media? can you imagine if you had snapchat when when we were in college like fully like that would be bad lots Dude, of when i had things. snapchat in college for that final year it was bad yeah i can only imagine <laughs> only imagine yeah i'm just gonna leave it as it was bad but yeah no 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 if we had social media like these quote-unquote kids have today all three of us at some point would probably have been in front of like the board of the school like fighting to stay in school i don't think i would have graduated college on time oh no nope i probably would have done like a seven-year program yeah madness but all right, Kevin, do we miss anything? Because it is nine o'clock. I need to go to bed. I gotta be up early. Yes, you gotta be up early. I gotta be up early. Andrew's gotta go to work. Chris yeah. has to go to the gym. Yep. Yes. Chris looks I like think... he's ready to fall asleep already anyway. It is dark in here. Yeah, why, why is it so dark? Because <laughs> I'm in my office and I since I work in here all day, I just don't turn the light on. Like I, I've gotten used to that natural light coming in the window. So I just never turn the light on in here, ever. When the sun sets. <laughs> just sits there creepily. Playing I don't guitar. ever. To be fair, I never work this late. So. No, he's just sitting there in the, in the dark with his guitar. Yes. God, I love it. Yeah, I think we I think we did really good. I think it was a pleasure to have Mr. Producer back on and Chris back on. Um, yeah, I, I guess. Do you have your trivia, Merit? No, I didn't write one. This is, episode is ridiculous uh, as is. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is a mess, bro. This episode is going to be horrid. 
So anyone that's listening to this episode or watching it or whatever, we all apologize except for Chris because except never, for me, yeah, he doesn't apologize for anything. <laughs> um, so Kevin, get us the heck out except of here. For me. Yeah, absolutely, I just need to find what the heck. Oh yeah, guys, we have a Twitter now. I just can't figure out where the hell it is because it won't. It won't. I can't find it. What is our Twitter, Merritt? It's on Twitter. It's, it's the blue, the app with the bird. It's, so it's literally called Manly Musings into the search bar on Twitter. Yeah, if you type up. in the Manly Musings podcast, it'll pop up in the search bar. Yeah. You if also you follow it. We come up, Kevin. You follow it, so you can just go. I can't. Your it's not here. I'm literally looking Hold on. at it. Is it Manly Musings podcast? Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. No, that's another one. I think I can find it before Kevin. All right, everyone, try to find it before Kevin. Oh my God. And it's funny because I did just follow it, so why can't I just like go back to like my following? Okay, guys, I have it here. We have five followers. Shout out to the five followers on our Twitter. Six. There were six. Now we have six. Miraculously, we have our six followers. Shout out to whoever they are. That is literally we have some person named. We have Insta bodies following us. Shout out to them. Um, but yeah. May I start first with saying, you can now follow us on Twitter at Musings Manlies. Which is shout out to Mary for making the team. We got I, it. It literally out. made it on its own. <laughs> it did it on its own. The Musings Manly. Manly. <laughs> the Musings Manly's. That's gonna be that's so hard to make it. We I know. We gotta change that. Actually, how about this? To all the viewers that are listening or watching, what should our Twitter name be? <laughs> you guys can give us a brand new Twitter name. Perfect. Man, follow come on up the with Instagram. It. That is going on the Instagram. Kevin, I'll get us out of here. Instagram as a as the guest. But um, thank you to Chris. Thank you to Andrew. Uh, Chris, do you want to have people shout you out or follow you or listen to you guys anywhere? If we ever get back on two quacks and a panda, on almost every single platform you can find, Perfect. follow us on Instagram. Yes, Andrew. My Instagram is something uh amelville 56 that's yes. it um, perfect if you follow me from the podcast i might answer you if you have a mutual follow with me if not i'm not gonna lie to you i might just decline your follow request wow. sorry Ouch. i'm All sorry right. no i respect I've that weirdos follow me before and it's it's not good so that's true that's true all right we have well, to have you- mutuals you don't like when you don't like when that guy comes into your DMs and like you a very you a very pretty boy. I send you yeah, forty dollars. Oh God! I've gotten that before. before. we go off the road, <laughs> don't yeah. want it. Oh, you're Follow done, Chris. at his Instagram at merit underscore p. <laughs> Follow me at kquava six two four. Follow the you podcast on the Instagram bro. at the Manly Musings Pod. You can watch us on YouTube at the Manly Musings Podcast channel and listen to us also. At on all of your streaming platforms, Apple, Spotify, you name it, we're there. Before we do go, I did want to read one review we got. If that's okay with you, Merritt. Yes, we got a review. Oh my god, we have a review from June fourth. 
Five stars. Been following slash listening from the jump. Been getting better and better with each episode between the addition of music to the growing chemistry. Love the subject range within sports. I'm down with MPP. Yeah, you know me. Shout um, out sounds like to, something Merritt would say. I didn't write it. I don't shout out it. to DMV in Motown. It's actually our buddy Ronald, who's been on the podcast a couple times, showing us some love. So, Ronald, if you're hearing this and listening, we appreciate you out here. But yeah, that's my outro. Thank you and good night. I don't. Don't. don't.